0: Here we go. Everybody ready? Bring us in, Mark. Let's do it.
1: Help! I suck at dating. With Dean, Vanessa, and Jared. An iHeartRadio podcast.
0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in on another episode of Help! I Suck at Dating. I'm Dean Ungler, joined in studio by Jared, Mark, Easton, and Vanessa on the phone. What's going on? Hey. Happy election week, everyone. How the heck are we? Oh, we're great. We're wonderful. <laughs> are you kidding me? Big week. You voting tomorrow? I am voting tomorrow. And if you're listening to this tonight on Monday night and you're not registered, well, I guess it's kind of too late to register too late to late vote. To register, but- not in every state. You can register at the polls in about half a dozen states. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Mark, for being our sage word at all times. <laughs> register to vote and get out there and vote. Total. Remember that Remember that P. Diddy uh, uh, campaign like maybe like a decade ago, Vote or Die? We need something like that to come back.
2: I remember the 08 one where it was like all those celebrities that came out and one montage. It was like DiCaprio and George Clooney talking about like, well,
0: you know, if you if
2: you don't care about women's rights, don't vote.
0: Or like, oh, if you don't care about yeah. the
2: climate, don't vote. I remember that one.
0: I know Leo made a video this year as well. He's like, listen, this is the biggest election of our lifetimes. And that's the case. It's 100% true. Jared just told me who he was voting for um, before jumping on. And I mean, I, while I don't agree with it, I appreciate his right to get to the polls and vote. Yes, so.
2: I'm voting for Easton. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you. I really need this right now. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um,
3: I wish Canadian politics were this interesting.
0: Well, I don't think you do, to be no, perfectly honest. <laughs> no, Have politics. you seen Trudeau's socks? That
2: guy's awesome. <laughs>
0: I really don't think you want that for yourself. Um, we have a topical episode today. We're, we're basically going to be talking about uh, current events. All and, things. And when I say current events, aside from voting, I basically mean celebrity couples.
2: Yeah, so. I think we should start off with Bachelor Nation news. Uh, this past week, a really tough breakup happened between a very two wonderful people, Caitlin and Sean. Uh, they got engaged back in 2015 on, I think it was season 11 of The Bachelorette. Uh, It was my season. Sean ended up winning. They've been engaged for about three years and they finally call it quits, which is really, really crappy. It's just hard seeing a breakup anytime, anytime there's a breakup, it's really sad. But I think within the public eye and Caitlin and Sean, I think we're a bachelor couple that we can all agree. Everybody kind of idolized a little bit and looked up to for me personally, anytime somebody asked me about the bachelor experience and like, can it work? Is it real? I would point to different couples and the first couple I'd always point to would be like Caitlin and Sean, those two are
0: very much in love and very happy. So it's definitely a sad day. Well, this is an interesting, at least tie in that we all have together because you were on Caitlyn's season, Vanessa. You and Caitlyn are friends, and I've never met either mm-hmm. of them, so I can mm-hmm. come into this situation um, unbiased and give my opinions on what I yeah. noticed. But like, I'd love to hear your like, Vanessa, what do you think about the whole Caitlyn Sean breakup?
4: Oh, uh,
3: so uh, it's hard for me to talk about this kind of stuff just because I want to respect their privacy, and I know how hard it is to go through a public breakup like that. It's I mean, mine was on a different level because Nick and I were engaged for under a year and they have been together for three years. So of course the, the pressure from, I guess, Bachelor Nation and people who've known them, naturally the next step was for them to get married, at least and everyone dies. But you never know what happens behind closed doors. And so for me, it's hard to hear people's comments on, well, Caitlin wanted to be famous and he wants to settle down. It's like, Stop it with the rumors that you think is actually happening because it's mostly all bullshit and you don't actually know the truth. So, um, again, it's, it's their story to tell and I'm, I don't want to get into it, but Caitlin is a friend of mine and for some people it might sound weird because Caitlin and I did date the same guy, um, but he's an amazing person and has an amazing heart and I only wish mm. the most greatest things for her in her future and in her love life and, and all of that. But um, listen, I think what ends up happening is people just, you know, sometimes people can just fall apart and, and relationships take a lot of work. And especially coming out of the franchise, it's,
4: Yeah, it's, it's. I guess
3: if I, I'm going to speak on my behalf, mm. like for Nick and I, it wasn't, it was an engagement. Did it feel like an engagement? No. It felt like two people getting to know each other in a very unrealistic world living in the real world. So it was hard sometimes to compartmentalize, like, okay, we're engaged, but we're also, like, trying to figure things out. And, you know, um, so I think it was a smart move for them to figure out what they wanted and before moving into bigger things, like getting married and then not ending up together. So um, it does break my heart. Um, because I know how much they do love each other and it breaks my heart seeing two amazing people not being together and um, yeah, yeah, I guess like
2: It's really sad because just because they broke up doesn't mean that they weren't in love they were madly in love Vanessa, you saw it I saw it and yeah. it's, that's the hard part, because I think a lot of people, like you said, state their own opinions and judgments on the situation, even though they don't know it. And they immediately go to, oh, they were just in it for fame. I knew they'd break up. I knew they'd never last. And it's like, well, yeah. I hate to break it to you, but that was a very real relationship. And they're very much very loved. real. And yeah. while it ended, that doesn't make it any less um, real. Um, and that's why it's sad. And, and Vanessa, you brought up an interesting point where you talked about how You didn't feel like you were engaged to Nick because it felt like you guys, you know, everything is kind of crazy in that world and it's very overwhelming. But I think even Sean said this after we left Caitlyn's season where he said, you know, I fell in love with her on the show, but we really didn't start dating until after the show. And I think that happens within a lot of couples. And so um, I agree with your point on that one. But Dean, as an outside perspective,
0: not knowing Caitlyn nor Sean. Don't know either of them. Never met either of them. I've heard incredible things about Caitlyn um she's obviously universally liked. it seems like in the bachelor franchise i've yet to come across anyone that has any ill fate or words to say about either of them um i just caitlin i guess is just more of the uh well-known but between the two of them and people that say that they were in it for fame i think is a little ridiculous because if they were in it for fame and they didn't actually love each other they probably wouldn't have let the relationship run as long as three years Mm -hmm. i will say that they had like from what i've read, and what I've I've kind of gathered is that Sean never wanted to get married in the first place. He loved Caitlyn, but never wanted to get married, and Caitlyn mm-hmm. wanted to get married. So, uh, obviously, we don't know the details of why they split. I'm sure that was a point of contention in their relationship the entire time. I don't follow either of them on social media, but every once in a while in the Disco- Discover page, Caitlyn's picture will pop up with her like like with her like, tongue out, like, oh, I wish Sean would just marry me already, and it's like, okay, well... Are you guys gonna get married? Do you want to get married? Why'd you get Why'd you propose to her if you're not gonna marry her? And now it's like, is that gonna be the thing that rips the relationship apart? Because it's like I said, it's it's one thing to love each other, but then it's also another thing to want to give each other what the other person wants.
3: But listen, it's. I mean, I don't I don't know what you know. I I, I don't know the the exact story, but I'm just elaborating on what a point that you brought up, Dean. If you're going on the show and you're getting engaged, then that's the next step towards getting married, right? then
0: why would you propose to
2: someone? Right, right. No, I agree. I think this begs another question about how long an engagement should last. We've talked about that on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. But even earlier this year, I remember because I followed Caitlin on on Twitter, and I remember somebody was – she retweeted something about how, like, somebody was badgering her about not being married yet and, like, what's taking so long. And she answered it back and was saying that they were going on their own time. But I think that's why when – to speak personally, when Ashley and I got engaged, we knew that like within the next couple of months, we really wanted to start planning a wedding and figure out our next stop in our life. And and that's not for everybody. But having said that, I agree with you guys. Where if you get engaged, you know at some point you have to start planning for a wedding. I don't know if Sean wanted to get married or not. I don't know if Caitlin wanted to get married. I don't know the inner workings of that relationship. But um, yeah, it did. It, it's it's sad when the announcement happened because I think everybody can kind of see it coming. There was even an article written a, a few months ago about how Caitlin addressed it on her podcast of why they weren't posting together. Were they still mm-hmm. together? Um, so it's. But it's you hard. know, and that
3: makes me so sad. It makes me so sad that being. And I get it, we're on a show, we, we're known to. Uh, we're known because of the dating world that we're in and all that. But it also makes me so sad that there's a lack of privacy when it comes to like our, our romantic life. And so if you're having. A a down uh, you know if your relationship is is not as great as it used to be maybe a month ago because relationships go through their ups and downs it's like you have to prove yourself to the world and be like you have to explain yourself
2: I will say that's kind of our own fault though not only do we sign up for the show because it it all depends there have been people on the show that have kept their relationship and romantic life Mm -hmm. private and there have been very prominent figures on the show who have gone and, and gone in relationships that a lot of people don't know about it was just you know like us with the podcast, we talk a lot about our dating life. Obviously, Caitlin hosts a, a podcast and Sean does his, his physical training um, that he very much promotes on social media and is something that I need to get into because I really need to start going back to the gym. Uh, that's a different topic altogether. But uh, it's definitely sad because I think with Caitlyn and Sean, it was just a very rootable couple that everybody wanted to see together. And besides any bachelor couple that has kids, I think it might be the most heartbreaking breakup. Well, so then what's next for both of them?
0: Because you saw Caitlyn's bachelorette, they've been engaged for three years. And now what Mm -hmm. do they do to get to move on? You know, it's like Caitlyn going to just continue trying to date new people. Is she going to go back to television? uh,
3: I don't think it'll be, first of all, I don't think it'll be hard for Caitlyn to get anyone. She's like, a well rounded individual and like
0: Vanessa, it's not hard for you to get anyone, but here you are single. So
3: I think for me, it's different though. I mean, and I think I at one point I was just like, I was making the wrong decisions when it came to the people I was dating. Um, but I, I, I have like no worry about Caitlyn's dating life. I, I, I mean,
0: no. and I don't have the worries about Sean either, but yeah, I'm not saying I'm worried about that. I'm just saying, what is what are the logistical next steps for them? Like, there's they, they just gotta have a three year engagement. Are we going to see Caitlyn posting a picture with a guy in six months? Is Sean no. going to jump back into the no, dating pool? Is he going to
4: so.
2: Is he gonna live the bachelor life for a while? If I was to assume, and obviously we all make an ass out of you and me whenever you do that, but if I had to guess, I would say Sean would probably, um, from an outside perspective, I could see Sean dating someone quicker than Caitlyn. I could see Caitlyn taking a little while break, being on her own single. Um, but well, that's just a complete gut instinct. Who the hell knows?
0: I almost kind of disagree with you. And again, this is based on no knowledge of the two of them personally, but Sean seems like he's so caught up in his job that he doesn't have the time to.
3: Okay. And I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you because whatever you see on social media is not real life, guys. Like you don't know the story. You, you just don't know. And I'm not even talking about them. I'm just talking about like in, in life. life in general, you don't know what is actually happening in someone's heart, in someone's life, like in someone's head. We just don't know. So yes, I'm sure he's very much devoted to the to his new um his new business and all of that. But like I just I I don't know, maybe I'm just like overprotective about this breakup I think because you I are. went through it. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, no. I went through it and I understand like people nitpicking and like trying to just like understand and and try to figure out why it happened or how it's getting, whatever um but you just don't know the story right i right? just, just, never I'm, know the actual story
0: all i'm doing is telling the story for myself with the information that i've been given mm-hmm. and i'm just saying it seems like if in this scenario that she would be have the ability to move on faster because he seems very uh work obsessed which is not a bad thing it's not, i'm not saying any, i'm not taking no, anything I mean, away from she's either really of
3: them she's really dedicated to her podcast too though that's great right sure so they they're both like working really hard
0: toward their career. All right. Well, so are, are either of yeah. them ever going to date in bachelor nation again? No, absolutely not. There's no way so. Caitlin goes so.
2: back in that franchise. And I, I could never see Sean going back in there too. Sean yeah. struggled through our I season bachelor. Really? Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it was just hard for him. You know, he was very madly in love with Caitlin and he was seeing her date all these different guys. And he felt like he was the one from very early on. And I think she did too, but you have to go through the process and figure it out. And so I think that really took a toll on him as to mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't just don't get why it can't be just us and I think you know Sean opened up a little bit on The Bachelorette about his his parents and family life and I, I think he was just very much didn't want to be dating a girl who's also dating other guys at the same time having said that that's what you sign up but for But then why but did I, he
3: go on the show
2: because well, listen we all can we all agree that we all sign up for the show for the experience and then hope something great for, comes from it but we certainly don't expect it like did any Vanessa did you really go on Nick's season of The Bachelor think you were going to get engaged to Nick Viol?
3: I didn't think I was going to get engaged, but I definitely was hoping for a connection, for sure.
2: But having, of course. But, but-, I, also,
3: but I also never saw any of the previous seasons. so I had no idea what the show was about other than handing out roses. But- but I had no idea what I was getting myself into, but for sure I was walking in. Because I'm a hopeless romantic.
0: you would never seen so a single God. episode of the show before going on the show?
3: No. No,
0: and yet you decided to blindly sign up for it and just tr- and trust the magical producers that be.
3: <laughs> uh uh-huh.
0: Bad preparation, well, listen, Vanessa.
3: I'm sure people. I'm sure people who have watched seasons of the show had no idea what they were getting themselves into too, and they thought that they could have. You know, they thought they probably knew the, what they were doing throughout their season, but no, they They didn't.
2: I can only speak for myself, and on the show, I fully never expected to make it that far. And then when we were there filming. That's when I started investing and in getting feelings for this girl. And that's when I was like, Holy crap, I am actually getting jealous of other guys and this sucks. So but I didn't nearly have the connection that Sean and her did, so I could only imagine that level of it.
0: I will say I I saw a couple episodes of Caitlyn's season. I remember I remember seeing Sean and I was like, he kinda looks like a poor man's Ryan Gosling. And I was watching it with my buddy. Mike he looks like Ryan time. Gosling. He does. He walked in and I was like, Well, this it's over. Jared, I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember you in that season. I remember a little bit of Nick in his in his froofy little afro haircut. Yeah. I don't um, blame him. So that was my first kind of experience of the whole Bachelor franchise. I obviously it sucks to, as we've kind of beat the dead horse with this already. It sucks to see couples break up. Um, I, I would imagine they probably have been broken up for a while, and they just decided to finally announce it publicly because um, that seems to be the I the, the the way to go about it. And now logistically, like they, I know that they live in Nashville. I wonder if they're both going to stay in Nashville. One's going to go, you know, wh- wherever they go. So it'll be interesting to see how that kind of all unfolds. But. Um, obviously, we wish nothing but the best for. No, Caitlin totally, and
2: Sean. two incredible people. Absolutely. So there's, yeah. I, I, I'd be lying if uh, a little part of me hope this hopes that they find each other once again. What if,
0: what if Caitlin goes back to Nick?
2: I mean, he got <laughs> second. He
0: got second on her season. <laughs> he, he we're did. moving on from I, that guy. Kind of,
2: there's no way.
3: I, I, no, I don't. I don't think so. They're
2: just so. They're such different people.
3: Yeah. Even, sure. ba-
0: even back then, opposites attract. They do. But
3: oh no, they don't. Nick and I were complete opposites.
0: <laughs> are you and Caitlyn the same person
3: Caitlyn and i like we we vibe yeah okay. Caitlyn, i I love Caitlyn. i love hanging out with her she's such great energy
0: i mean i love hanging out with jared but i wouldn't necessarily say that we're the same person no but yeah we love hanging out with well, I'm, not other, saying, but, yeah.
3: I'm not saying i'm not saying Caitlyn and i are the same person i think we just like we, we i'm
0: vibe. just saying i love
3: like, th- we get
0: each other. there's a story of it you i know? love giving love a second chance when it doesn't work out maybe she could uh-huh. Go and and revise her pick and maybe make the uh, the dis- decision to. I think that ship has set Move up. second to first.
2: Second to first. Now he's Anyways, first again. Well, fifth okay. times the charm.
3: So you guys know I'm in Toronto. I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram. Nope. You guys we... know that I'm in Toronto. <laughs> I'm so I'm here with. Well, we were here for the Sixth Foundation. It was me, Viviana, Jason, Blake, um, Alexis. And who else came into town? I know I'm forgetting someone. Astrid and Kevin. Um, so we're all here for the Sitship Foundation. And um, first of all, I just want to highlight before I talk about what I want to talk about. The women that were throwing themselves at Jason and Blake <laughs> in sanity. Did that
4: I shock you? you guys
3: have, well, it's shocking because as a woman coming out of the franchise, guys don't throw themselves at us. So I've never really, and plus when I was with Nick, women wouldn't throw themselves at him because he was engaged to me. That's so, fair. because I'm not to me, but he was just engaged. So I've never really experienced it. But wow, it was overwhelming. Yeah. I don't know how you guys handle
2: that. No, those two, are Jason and Blake, are two of the most eligible bachelors in the country right now. Is this so? Let is this a you, was, and in Canada?
3: It, it was. It was. Are we talking about women's vitamins right, right disease, now? But, oh. Yeah, yeah. I was, gonna, I was getting to that. So anyways, as I was saying, I was in Toronto, and the next week I'm going to Seattle. So I'm traveling a lot, um, and I started taking these vitamins called Ritual. And usually vitamins that we're taking or foods that we're taking, there's a bunch of like things in them that we don't really know what's inside. So what I love about Ritual is that they're vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free ingredients, and the sources are 100% out there for the whole world to see. So I'm a huge advocate for reading labels. Um, lately, I've been traveling so much, like I said, I was in Toronto that I'm heading to Seattle. Um, so I love that I don't have to worry about making time to go to the market and to stock up. They're delivered right to my door. And if I'm traveling or need to skip a month, it's so easy to just snooze any delivery. Whether you're living life or creating it, why not add some good-looking science into your daily routine? Visit Ritual.com slash Dean, D-E-A-N, to start your ritual today. That's Ritual.com slash D-E-A-N.
2: Yeah, Ashley wants to start taking these vitamins, too. She wants a little bit more energy. She wants to feel a little bit healthier. Uh, So you guys definitely check out Ritual. You can go to Ritual.com slash Dean to start your ritual today. So I want to talk a little bit about a man named Frankie Grande. Dean, do you know who Frankie Grande is and who Ariana Grande is? Oh, okay, okay. Because you... you guys,
3: do you guys know that Grande a... was on Big Brother? Wait, 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 oh,
0: wait, wait, I wait, know wait, that. wait, 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 wait. You we keep, keep saying Frankie Grande. I thought you were referring to like like you were saying like Peter Grande. Like like Pete. that's their that's their couple name. I as didn't know that it was Pete one person. I, I thought Ariana was dating a guy named Frankie. I didn't know we were referring to Pete Davidson nope. as Peter. That's news to me, too. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, get off your cool. high horse, <laughs> uh, Well, Frank Grande. Frankie Grande. No, Frankie I don't.
2: Grande is Ariana Grande's brother. Vanessa, do you know who he is?
3: Yeah, he was on Big Brother.
2: Oh, okay. I knew that. I knew he was on TV at some place. Yeah. I sat next to him at the Jurassic World premiere. Uh, a humble oh, brag God. right there that I was able to go to that. Uh, the only reason I was able to go was to Ashley, though. Let's be let's be real. Um, so, But apparently there was news come out that Frankie Grande... Is in something called a thruple. Do you know what a thruple is? We've talked about this on the podcast before. A
0: three-way couple is
2: my no, guess. It is a three oh it's a, a three relationship. That's how they're saying it. I don't know how to pronounce it. A three relationship. Uh three it's, relationship. It's, it's it's three people in in, in in one
0: relationship. And so is it him and another guy and a girl, or him and two girls? Three guys. So he oh.
2: is in a thruple with a gay well, couple. There we go. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that was really a thing. I didn't know it was a thing to the extent of there was its own term.
0: I think it only would have, well, obviously not only, but I think it is easier when it's same sex. I would assume, you know?
1: Oh, this oh, is interesting. Not for me.
0: Let's hear it, Dean. Let's hear this It theory. just makes more sense. It's, it's a third share of each person versus if it's two guys and a girl, then those two guys get a 50-50 share. This, and Unless they're bisexual. And if there's two girls and it's a 50-50 share, but if it's three girls, one-third, one-third, one-third. If it's three guys, one-third, one-third, one-third. If it's two girls, one guy, one-half, one-half of the girls get the full guy. So it's just from a...
1: Proportions I see. What you're perspective you can, more you sense. can couple off in three separate ways without any hurt feelings yeah. or anything. Dean, right.
2: I'm just going to check your math on that. One third, <laughs> one third, one half. Yeah, no, you're right. It's like
0: a Blake Lively Savages situation. You know, she's got the one guy who fulfills her physical re- needs and the other guy that fulfills, fulfills her emotional needs. For those
2: who don't know, Savages was a movie with Blake
0: Lively and Emil Hirsch, one of my favorite actors. Okay, thank you, Jared. <laughs> Um Okay, well, so wh- how was sitting next to him at the movie premiere?
2: That was pretty cool. He was very energetic, very outgoing. I'm not, you know, When I heard the news, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I could see him in like a... So how was this
0: news? How did this become news?
5: He revealed it on a red carpet to Us Magazine. He's open to talking about it.
0: They asked him how his dating life was going, and he said, oh, well, I've got two boyfriends. Well, I think people are
2: just intrigued by the idea of a thruple and what exactly that means and how it's becoming... A thing now too. I'm intrigued. I'm a little intrigued too. There was actually, so I was watching a show one time that was about a thruple, and it was so. Apparently, it was this guy and this girl, and he was like, "There's a, there's somebody in charge of the thruple." Apparently, there's like one alpha, mm. and there's two betas. Apparently, that's that, how this guy was describing. I don't know if it's accurate or not, but he was saying that he was in a he was in a relationship with one girl. They both agreed that they wanted another girl to enter the relationship, but apparently. They needed to meet the third girl at the same time. One, they could not, like, for example, if she had a friend who was like, hey, I'd love for her to join this mm. thruple. He was like, no, 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 that's because not that how the relationship
0: works. would have been further along. Evol-
2: uh, apparently one would have been more further evolved than the other. And that's where jealousy and insecurity comes in. He was saying that if two people are in a committed relationship and they want to add somebody else, it should be a stranger that neither one of them knows. And they should both be introduced to the stranger at the same time. Is worry. that for a throuple or just for a night? A throuple. Really? A relationship. A relationship within three people. But then That's fast, what this man was saying. I kind of disagree
0: know. with that because then fast forward a month, obviously that person that was just introduced is going to feel more strongly about one or the other, you know? So it's like either way, that person is going to develop stronger feelings. Well, that's why I was for thinking. For someone
2: else. Well, that, that's where this guy was saying that there's like um, dominance that's the That's where the alpha comes in. Exactly. So like the alpha kind of controls like the betas it's i don't know this is how this gentleman was explaining it i don't know if this is how this is relationships working but there is it is interesting to me to see how that dynamic would work within jealousy and like if you're spending more time with one person than the other uh i'm curious about that Yeah, i'm curious if frankie was in a relationship and then added a third guy if they all three came together at once like it was like kind of like a pokemon
1: getting like an evolution stone or whatever moving on to the okay wow (laughs) that's great yeah (laughs) married
5: couple He's involved with a married couple.
1: Oh, so they're already married. Mm-hmm. This is his quote. He says, Mike and Daniel are both extraordinary people, and I think the world of them. Each of them complete me in different ways, and I'm honored to be in this very special, very fun relationship.
2: It does seem that, like, Frankie is the beta. Like, are you right? Because if they were already married... And then he's joining them.
0: Maybe they were two betas that needed an alpha to come in and Maybe. Them. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Vanessa, you have any thoughts about
2: this thruple?
5: Vanessa, the question is, are we all sort of hmm on it because it's not know. many people do right. it? Like if everybody was doing this, would we be like, cool?
3: Of course.
5: Right. I think
3: for me, I don't know. I'm very traditional, so if you're getting married, you're getting married to one person. But then again, last week, was it last week I was talking about being open to the idea of a threesome? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily invite someone into my emotional space in my relationship. I would just invite them into the space.
0: But what if they offered you the same commitment that your other partner did in terms of like uh, emotional security and all that kind of stuff?
3: I don't think I would be able to... Uh, divide my attention in that kind of way. Mm. I'm a very, and we're all wi- wired very differently. I'm wired to love one person at a time. What if you're not um,
0: required to give anything, but you are allowed to receive more things? You know what I mean? What if the obligation doesn't fall on you to then babysit two nah, relationships It then allows you to be open to receiving two new relationships?
3: No, because I feel like, I feel like everyone kind of needs to be on the same page. They're, Whenever you invite someone into your personal romantic space, there needs to be so many rules. And um, already relationships no, no kind of have like, well, no. I mean, there needs to be rules in the Chaos. sense that you, everyone, kind of needs to agree to what happens, right?
0: Oh, of course. Especially if you're know, throuple, you know thruple,
2: you got to all communicate right, it, and be like, all right, this is what, what we're going to do. Saying. This is how it's going to go down.
3: But that's what I'm saying. So if I'm getting, if I'm getting uh, emotionally the attention, or if I'm re- receiving something. I, I'm going to have to agree that that person that's coming into my relationship, they're going to have to understand that I'm not going to be able to give it to them either.
2: I'm just know, exhausted I'm just from being so in a relationship with that. one person. Well, I couldn't imagine being in a relationship with two other
0: people. Especially with Ashley. I'm sure that's exhausting. I'm, well, it's I'm wonderful, kidding, kidding, but it's I'm like, kidding.
2: you know, you, you want to keep up your game, I'm do kidding, things I'm for them. Imagine well, so having double the effort. My
0: that. question is, what if Frankie hooks up with another guy that's not part of the thruple? Is that considered cheating? I would imagine so. A thruple yeah. is a committed relationship. You're in a committed relationship with two other people. That was
2: my question. Do they see, like, do all three of the people in a throuple, not just Frankie's, but any, uh, do they see each other as soulmates? Is it like, oh, I don't have one soulmate, I have two, and that's why we're all in this relationship together. Or is it just like, I don't believe in dating one person, which is why I'm dating multiple people at once. That would be the interesting question I would have. To be like, do you guys see each other as
1: soulmates, or is this more like, I don't believe in soulmates, which is why I'm in Mm. a throuple? Back to Dean's point that you're going to have feeling stronger for one than the other. Mm-hmm. There's a quote that says, if you love two people at the same time, choose the second one. Because if you really love the first one, you wouldn't have fallen for the second one. Sure.
0: That's from like a movie or something,
1: isn't it? Supposedly Johnny Depp said that. <laughs> I don't know where. But is there anything to do? you agree with that?
0: Um, ah, I, it's cool. funny. So I, I read this thing about soulmates the other day. that says something along the lines of, uh, if you believe in soulmates, you're more inherently lazy than someone who doesn't believe in soulmates and you're less willing to work on a relationship because if things are going awry or poorly in a relationship, then you'd be like, ah, they're just not my soulmate, so I'm not going to ha- try and fix this relationship. So maybe there is just a, a movement of people that are saying we don't believe in soulmates and because of that, we are open to exploring different types of relationships. Mm-hmm. Might be a throuple. I don't know. That's It's just it's a weird to obviously, because it's hard to even grasp the concept of it right yeah it's
2: so foreign that i don't know if i could ever put myself in those shoes back to that quote though about soulmates i do think i think that just might be an indictment on people not so much on people believing in soulmates i think that's just more lazy people being lazy in a relationship and not willing to work through difficult times and if they blame it on oh this person's not my soulmate i think
0: that's just stupidity not what you believe
3: Dean, do you believe in a soulmate?
0: You know, I used to say yes, but I think I'm I'm slowly teetering in the opposite direction. I was the same way until I started dating Ashley.
3: I don't know. I'm an, And I'm a hopeless romantic, and everyone knows that. I'm not sure if I believe in the idea of a soulmate. Like, that'd be so sad for people who are still single up until like their later years, and to say that they've never found their soulmate. I think there's multiple people that we're meant to be with at different stages in our life. And you could be happy with either one of those options.
0: Well, so are, are either these people Frankie's soulmate, then, is the question, or vice versa. Are either, are, did they these people find their soulmate, marry, he married his husband, and then he was like, oh, wait, actually, we just found our second soulmate. What happens if the married couple, if one of them starts going on more dates with Frankie, and then the, the husband kind of just gets, becomes an afterthought?
3: But you see what I mean? There's like, it, it's just so chaotic.
0: How do you, it's how like do you monitor? That- you need a monitor so equal time is spent with each person. Yeah, a turple sounds like a lot yeah, of work. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't about, sound easy. It sounds like a logistical nightmare.
2: Yeah, it sounds stressful. Yeah. Well, I what about no um?
3: Uh, there's like some religions where people where the man can marry multiple women. Polygamy.
2: So Polygamy can, is yeah. Are, you you can date as many people as you want. You know, a guy can have seven wives. He has one in the living room, one in the bedroom, one in the guest bedroom, one in the office. <laughs> yeah,
3: and there was there was. <laughs> whoa take it easy <laughs> um but there there was a tv show based on this and the women were actually like all best Big friends love. And, but they were all living in different homes and the guy would go the, their husband would go to each of their homes and like spend equal amount of time with with each of them and it just worked for them
2: yeah you know whatever floats your boat really it's a that was fun word known. to say isn't it polygamy it's not the worst. Like it's it's the just worst. a fun word to say, really. Like biscuit or something. I, I do want to say something about soulmates that had me thinking. Like my interpretation of soulmate might be different than your guys. I don't believe a soulmate is just one person. I do believe that there are people in this world, though, that you can spend the rest of your life with. You're compatible mm-hmm. enough to join them on this journey called life. Uh, I, but I don't necessarily mean that that there's only one person out there. But I do think that there are characteristics and personalities and people out there that. For example, Dean, you could spend the rest of your life with. Now, there might be multiple.
5: I, have, sex, a, I have a Vanessa, question. Vanessa, on Sex in the City, are the yeah. girls Carrie's soulmate or is big? Ooh. That becomes it's not the big. question.
1: It's not
0: big.
5: I think it's ah. both.
0: I think yeah, it's I Aiden, think it's both but too. that's just me. Can I be my own soulmate? Yeah. Of course you can. That's, that's, I'll take
3: Absolutely. It. I'll take but wait, since you brought up the word compatibility, I have a question for you guys. So. I was having this conversation with a friend of mine. Do you think you're compatible with someone or do you think you can even be compatible with someone until you start fighting with them? Cuz you know how everyone's on their best behavior when you're not arguing, but then the minute you don't ha- the minute you don't get something you want, you get to see the worst side of a person. Totally. And then once you argue for me, the biggest thing is Um, repair. And if someone is not able to repair an argument the same way as I do, do, then I don't know if we're even compatible.
2: No, I agree. I think you have to learn. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. You have to learn, excuse me, how each other fight, you know, because it is, you're in that romantic, you're in that infatuated state early on. And so I agree that you need to really, you need to have an argument and learn how each other fight really to designate, okay, well, how is this relationship going to go? Because within any relationship, you're going to fight.
3: But have you guys ever thought, like Dean, have you ever thought about past relationships that you've had and why they worked out or why they didn't? Does it have to do with. I don't really get in fights with people.
0: It's funny because I'll like. I'll like.
3: Disagreement.
0: Well, I disagree with just about everything. So it's a little bit different. But it's funny because I'll, I'll date people or I'll even have friends and they're always like, do you ever get mad? Like, I can never picture you getting mad. And that's very true. It's like I'll have little disagreements and things, and and as I've mentioned before, like I'm sarcastic to the point where people can, maybe perceive it as me, arguing mm. or something. like this. I actually had this conversation the other day. I'm not. I'm never really arguing anything. Like I don't really care strongly enough about anything to argue anything. But I will debate the shit out of anything that you say, whether or not I believe it's true or not. And that can lead oh, to God. that can lead to why, why do you do disagreements? That? It's just fun. Yeah, devil's advocate. It's, I enjoy it as devil's well. Devil's advocate. It's fun to press someone on an idea that they have to see how firmly they believe it and how much they know about it.
3: Yeah, but not on That's exhausting.
0: Oh yeah, it's nice 100. It's exhausting on to date me. That's no, that's not news. <laughs> I'm well aware <laughs> of this, and I thought you were too. No, I, I, I mean, I've never dated you. <laughs> well, we've t- discussed it know. to the
2: point of nausea <laughs> on this podcast. They is starting to rethink whether she wants to date you anymore, Dan.
0: <laughs> Anyways, I wonder if uh, a DNA test can tell you who your soulmate is. I mean, it's got to be possible. Right? If they can tell you uh, whether you have detached earlobes or you're whether left-handed. you at night, you're left-handed. They should be able to tell right. you if and who your soulmate is. Right. I would imagine. Your that soulmate's going to have B positive. Anyways, 23andMe not, might not be able to tell you who your soulmate is, but they will be able to provide you some amazing DNA results that will tell you so much about your history before that you didn't even know about before. So their service provides you with over 75 genetic reports about your health, like lactose intolerance, sleep movement traits, your eye color, hair curl, all that kind of stuff. And all you have to do is spit into the tube provided and mail it back to the lab. Did you know, Dean, that not only do you have to spit in the tube, but
2: 23 Me has a new podcast. Guess what it's called? Tell me it's called Spit. It's called Spit. So it's a new podcast. Guess where it is? On iHeartRadio. That's where we are. That's where we are. So they record right here. So it's a new podcast called Spit. It's on iHeartRadio. They discuss how science and DNA plays a role in society, in our lives, how DNA story can be experienced today. God bless you. God bless you. And a whole lot more. Uh, So the host sits down with the biggest artists and influencers of our time um, Dean who so who is in Darren Chris he's from the assassination of who I mispronounced it last week. Gianni Versace. Giovanni. Gianni Versace. Giovanni. Giovanni Versace. Giovanni. Giannani Gianni Versace. Versace I, I wasn't even it. looking at the sheet. Come on. I know. It's so bad. John Legend is on there. He discusses 23andMe. So you can subscribe to the Spit podcast. You can learn more about the DNA found in our spit. Understand who we really are genetically and how we are connected to the world around us. You can listen to full episodes now on iHeartRadio app. Wherever you are, listen to the podcast.
0: Spit by 23 Me. Gianni Versace is rolling in his grave. And I do want to point out one quick thing about last <laughs> week that I w- was misinformed on. I thought that I knew what I was talking about. Turns out I only knew a little bit. Uh, we had a, who was it? He was a g- genealogist or something like that. He emailed the podcast and he said, I, w- I was talking about the, the chromosomes that we have 23 X's and then 23 pairs of X's and then the male have an X, Y pair. Oh, right. He says, okay. the way our chromosomes work. Oh, no, that's what I said. Let me, let me. So. How it works is we all have chromosomes named one through twenty two. Down syndrome, for example, is called trisomy twenty one because it has an extra third copy of chromosome twenty one. but we only have one pair of what we are called the sex or what are called the sex chromosomes, x and y. Women are xX men are X y. Um, so I was wrong on that statement. I wanted to clear the air on that because I don't what want... were you wrong about? So I said that m- women have twenty three pairs of XX chromosomes and men have twenty two pairs of xX and one pair of x y chromosome which isn't necessarily the case. And remember, that's when I talked about how the male gender could be completely abolished in a, thousand, yeah. in a thousand generations from now.
3: So you were wrong altogether? or you No, no,
0: no, no. I was like 90% right. Yeah, you were. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Nicole, I deserve a round of applause. Thank you very much. Yay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. really yeah.
4: You're so smart. You guys are so kind.
1: Stop. Okay, Wait, so you were right. <laughs> Nicole sent that email, by the way. If I, I, if, I
0: was, if I wrote that on a midterm exam, I probably would have gotten like a B minus. Yeah. I feel like that should be the name of our, <laughs> our podcast. So you were right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, check it out. Check out Spit. It's a podcast on iHeartRadio. Um, it's awesome. It's super informative. You'll learn more about uh, chromosomes. You'll learn more about your DNA. Check it out today. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio app. Be sure to check out 23andMe as a product a- a- as well because they can offer you some pretty interesting insight into your past.
3: So, Vanessa, single and very much ready to mingle. Did
2: you just
0: so refer obviously- to yourself in the third person?
3: <laughs> I did.
2: I just didn't want to gloss so- over that. <laughs>
3: I'm, you know, I, I think about. First of all, I wanted to say when I was in Toronto this weekend, I went to two events. One was for the uh, Kevin's event, and the other one was at the Hudson's Bay. And the amount of people that came up to me and just spoke about the podcast was it was so touching. And I just wanted to let you guys know that there's so many people that do listen to us, and people that are listening to us. Thank you so much. Um, I love whenever you come up to to me and and uh, say how much you love our podcast. So I was talking to a friend of mine and she's going on a date and she's like I wonder if I should ask this guy about his flaws and I'm like well why would you want to bring something negative up about this person and she's like well I I want to know if he's self-aware of whether or not he has like the flaws that I would think he would have or whatever so do you think it's a good idea to ask when you're dating someone at the very beginning of the relationship to ask each other what each other's flaws are. It sounds like a really getting to know each
2: other? It sounds like a job interview where like you're sitting down and someone's like, Okay, name your greatest strength. Okay, now you name, name your greatest weakness. Um I God. I don't know. I don't think what do you think, Dean? I I would say no. Why is it why no? Well, what, to ask somebody about their flaws on the first date seems a little uh, aggressive?
3: Well, not the first date. I'm saying at the beginning stages before you really get to know each other.
0: What I've started I'm doing sure. is I've just, just put it all out there. Most, all the bad and no, then whatever Dean, good I'm there sorry.
3: is. Dean, no, Dean, No, exactly. Dean only talks about himself. Exactly, so.
0: because that way you no, know 100% what you're getting yourself into before you even have to commit too much but time then, to it.
3: No, but you need to work on loving the parts of yourself that you think aren't lovable.
0: Yeah,
2: but Dean downplays himself so he can exceed expectations. But
5: who actually really knows their flaws? Like, I'm going to ask each of you oh, right now, what are your flaws? Oh, I'm impulsive as f***. Yeah. I
0: know I am impulsive. I'm indecisive. Well, impulsive is good. Impulsivity is good.
3: No, it's not. It's not because I'm either black or white. And we spoke about this, Amy. I'm either, I don't know how to, how to. Swim in the areas of gray, and that's a terrible thing when you're dating someone because there's all gray areas. So I, I'm, I know I'm aware of that, and should it, is it something that I should highlight to the person that I'm interested in, like, or is that a warning sign? Like, this is crazy. Whenever
2: no, I, I will say this though, if if I were to ask somebody about their flaws early on and they gave me some kind of like BS, like you know, I just. I love uh, pleasing people, so you I know, work too hard. I in work relationships. too hard. It's like no, I want to know a real flaw. So Amy, I will agree with you there. Like, do people really explain their flaws? Like something they're actually mm-hmm. insecure about? Would they ever admit that? Right? Because I don't know. I, I yes. I I think you should. <laughs> I'm not saying they would. So Dean, right. well Vanessa, I think also the question pertains on the the circumstance. How early on is this? Is it a date in?
0: Is it a month in? That's the question I would I don't have. Know. One day right. in, I don't know. Upon meeting that
1: person, just start unloading. everything. I, I don't mind this as a first date question. <laughs> at I don't all. know. I mean, maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like Here's, the reason it's in a job interview is the same reason it'd be on a first. The date. The reason yeah. it's a bad question on a first
0: date is because if they're not answering that question without you asking it, then it's not going to be answered truthfully and honestly.
5: And a flaw, guys, is only a flaw if it's something that is difficult for the other person to deal with. Mm-hmm. So my flaw, right, right, in with someone is very different than the right. same thing with someone else fair and That's nobody fair. really knows their own flaws you guys until you're in the relationship and it becomes a thing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
2: yeah i would agree good with that because you. it's only a fl- <laughs> good luck to everybody you're all
0: screwed <laughs> i guess i kind yeah. of agree with that
3: if a guy's like i'm a cheater <laughs> then, yeah, that's a huge red flag for, like, anyone that's—unless you guys want to have an open relationship. If they would never
1: is, say that, if, though. They would well, never say, they well, wouldn't have say, trouble committing to one person. Listen, okay, check, please. I,
3: no, <laughs> yeah. I actually dated someone that said I may or may not have a hard time being loyal. Oh. And I'm like, bye.
2: I will say, you know what? <laughs> Give that guys. person credit, though. They were
1: honest. Absolutely. Yep, they were. And I'm guessing still single.
2: Probably. You know, it's a flaw that they got to yep, overcome. Yep. But at least they were like, hey, listen, by the way— I don't know if I could be in a committed relationship. And if we are, I could cheat on you. So it's up to you whether you want to take this endeavor or not. But I'm just forewarning you.
1: By the way, speaking of flaws, and none of you have to deal with this yet, but just looking into your future, you know, you can, we all have our flaws and you can live a full productive life with those flaws. You can have a full relationship with those flaws. And then you have kids. And when you have kids, your flaws are reflected back to you Mm. and it shines a giant spotlight on your flaws. And it's the worst. Yeah, that sounds horrifying. I love having kids. It's great being a dad, but boy, you see it really clearly. Everything that's wrong with you, because you see them doing it and realize where they got it. And it's uh. so uncomfortable. So, what have
0: you experienced? Your kids projecting back to you what you put onto
1: them. I, look, I, 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 I don't know that I could have been this open when I before I had kids, but I can be a sarcastic jerk, mm. and I, and I have a temper, uh-huh. and I see them in both of my kids. Mm. I see that in both of them, and I'm like, man, uh-huh. we really mess up our kids without even realizing that we're doing it. When I see it reflected uh-huh. back, I'm like, man, I have to be a better person. And it's made me a better person because you start to see it and you start to see how they see you. And you're like, oh, man. It's, it, life never – you never stop the self-improvement in life. That makes me excited no. to
0: have kids to see – what's objectively, wrong objectively what's wrong with me yeah. i mean i have ideas i know what's wrong with yeah. me but until i see it firsthand what i have
2: you're gonna look at your kids and be like that is the most beautiful kid Shut i've up. ever seen in my entire life <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny because i was thinking about this yesterday because i definitely do have like these self-worth issues even though like on the other side it's like okay like i know like i'm pretty good looking i know i'm pretty smart i know i'm pretty funny i know i'm pretty kind all this kind of stuff and it's like well i still kind of suck though <laughs> i think we have all those insecurities all right? yeah mm-hmm. on some level yeah Anyways, I don't know. I think I think it's a fair question to ask. I just again, I don't think that if you're asking that question, you're not going to get the answer that you want, because they should be they should just be like forward with that information anyways. And if they're not willing to be forward with it, then you're probably not going to get the answer that you want to out of asking that question. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense.
2: Uh, I wanted to kind of transition for a quick second. Anybody watch the Kardashians in here? Yes, every week. Every week I keep up with them. You're lying to me.
0: <laughs> really? You're yeah.
2: such a liar? Well, I had a question. Ashley's obviously a big Kardashian fan, so I was watching the episode and, you know, I always blame it on Ashley. Um yeah. I don't like watching her or anything. No. The Lord Disick is my favorite. Um So <laughs> last night too, He's the best. Uh last night was an episode where it got aired. Remember that story about Tristan Thompson cheating on Khloe Kardashian came yeah. out? So I just wanted to get your opinions about that little topic because it came out it was a little bit more in depth about the whole situation where Tristan was at the club he had the video taken of him making out with another girl while Chloe is days away from giving birth and it just got me thinking Vanessa you know obviously cheating is horrible but it got me thinking about like the different levels of cheating and if 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 you were in a relationship and a guy made out with another girl <laughs> Would it be, would you immediately? The
3: Italian would come out of me. Uh, That's fair. Listen.
2: I would be, I'd be terrified of Vanessa. I feel like Vanessa would just (laughs) punch that guy square in the face and knock him out.
3: Not condoning violence. The thing is, um, whenever someone gets cheated on, I think our ego is like, well, that person cheated on me with my man, you know, like they knew I was in a relationship. It's not on the other woman or the other man. It's the person that you're dating that should be at fault. Yes. Not the person that was um, involved. Agreed. Um, I mean, listen, I, we don't know the level of what the relationship was. Like, yeah, they were having a baby together. Were they Maybe engaged? Me. we don't, don't know, know what the
0: level of the relationship was. They were having a baby together. Yeah, they were having a baby. They were living that. together I- in Cleveland. What do you mean keep, we I don't, don't know up the up. level of their relationship, <laughs> Vanessa? I don't
3: I don't keep up with the Kardashians, so I don't know what the level okay, of Okay, so
0: you the don't, don't know what the level the of their relationship. relationship was. We as fans of the Kardashians knew what the level of the relationship was. They were living together and pregnant with a child. Yeah, Tristan Thompson was... It doesn't uh, get more together than that, other than having daddy. a ring on her finger, which you might as well have had at that point. Okay, why are you yelling at me? Because <laughs> I'm 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 invested in this relationship. He's yeah, very invested in this relationship right now. Drew Thompson, on. come on. Well, it got me a question
2: because there was actually a scenario a few years ago that occurred um, <laughs> where it was a friend of mine was in a relationship, a very loving relationship with this girl who was wonderful. Um, but it was it was senior year of college. She was out. There was drinks had with a couple of her guy friends. One thing led to another, and they ended up. She ended up kissing one of the guy friends, and it was like a kiss that lasted like five seconds. She felt horrible about it. She went back to her boyfriend, like later that week, you know, told him everything. Was very upfront and honest about everything. They were probably about a year within their relationship at this point. So, like for me, that it's kind of like a gray area, right? Because I'm like, well, that is cheating, but man, is
1: it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. What's stopping you from? So saying what do you do? Is? That's my question. What would I? Yeah, Vanessa, as a girl, say a guy went out. He was very loyal, very good boyfriend, but one night just got a little drunk and kissed a girl, and was like, "Holy sh! What the hell did I do?"
3: So I've never been cheated on, or at least I don't think I've ever been cheated on. So I don't know what I would do because I don't have an insecurity when it comes to being someone being faithful and loyal uh, with me. I've had, I've had, I have other insecurities in relationships. Um, so I. It's never really crossed my mind, but of course, like I said, because I'm so black and white, I don't know if I'd be able to ever look at that person the same way um, again. And I think, I'd, I, think I, I would emotionally kind of be out, and I wouldn't want to be with them.
1: So that's the question. Because what's loyalty. a deal breaker yeah. and what's not? It Because th- th- we all can agree what's cheating, what's not cheating, but what's a relationship ender, and what is something you can work through? It depends
0: how into the relationship you are. If you love the person, it takes a lot more to end the relationship when if you were kind of already looking for it out in the first place.
2: Totally. The reason I ask this question is because Chloe's obviously still with Tristan. Right. And so well, they have a baby together. Of
0: course they're still together.
2: Exactly. So yeah, do that's you a for whole the kids.
1: Level.
0: That is a different level. And here's the thing. He plays in the NBA. All of those guys are yeah, going out and making no, out with chicks on a regular basis. No, okay. No, we yes, we're going to make the generalization. We no, we're making the generalization wanna that wanna all that. NBA players go out. Every time they're in a city and make out with that's girls at the club that they have a, a, a bottle at.
3: I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Okay, well, I don't you're living in a lie, every- then.
0: You're living with. <laughs> well, you're living with blinders on, Vanessa.
3: I think they have a bad reputation, absolutely. But to say that mm. every NBA player or any, every NFL player or any whatever F L whatever. Yep, that's a great sport.
2: Yeah, B- F- 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 that's F- my favorite. F- <laughs> every Thursday night, and <laughs> in
0: mean, LA or AM?
3: whatever. B- um, I don't know. I, of course, I feel like it's not being...
0: every single person, but I would right. say, generally speaking, most of those
1: guys go out. But so are you cities, saying if you start dating a professional athlete, your expectations of, of one hundred thousand different yes. in terms of fidelity?
0: Without question. I think but it is- has
2: to be at least in your mind. I think it, it's a real factor. Like, look at what happened to Danny Amendola. Danny Amendola and Olivia Culpo, Yeah. They were in a relationship. What, what they, happened with them? So, so they were dating for a while. They broke up. And then it looked like the past couple of months they started dating again. They were on right. each other's Instagram. But apparently, then he was spotted with another girl down in Miami like last week. On the beach. On the oh beach, God. somebody that kind of looks what? like Olivia Cobo, but it wasn't her. And they were like kind of touchy feely. And so apparently the story is that like Danny and Olivia were like dating, but like not Undefined. committed. And like he, he, the story goes that like Olivia was like his one chick and this girl was like her, mm. his number two chick. And she was, she didn't know about it. So it's like, but I got to say, it does feel like a lot of athletes within the sport well, world, there's more stories
0: about this. These guys are heroes in their hometowns that they play in. They have millions of dollars. Of course, there are incredible people. I would imagine like a Steph Curry is incredibly faithful to his wife. And you, you see these very successful and happy marriages. But I would imagine majority, if not 90 plus percent of these guys are going out because they're going to new cities every week, every day. That's NBA the thing. They're
1: always on the road. They're always on the road. Is 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 there also a city element? Like, if you're dating somebody in L.A., Manhattan, is it different expectations than dating somebody in Omaha, Nebraska?
0: 100% yes. Without question. What's with all these T-ball questions, you guys? Freaking knocking (laughs) in the park. They're all so (laughs) clear-cut, right and wrong. Not right and wrong, but you're dating someone in L.A. How
3: passionate There's, today, Dean.
0: I'm not passionate. I'm just a little cranky. I was on a red eye from Hawaii this morning. <laughs> I agree with Dean, no, though. <laughs> dating someone in
2: L.A. is different than dating someone in, you know. Oh, yeah,
3: I agree. Cleveland. I agree. Yeah. I just had this conversation this morning with a friend of mine. And she was living in New York and in LA, and now she's in Toronto. and She's happily married, and she's like, "Yeah, it was." I, she's like, "I it was the worst dating experience being in LA and being in New York." And I'm like, "I get it. I'm back in Montreal now." Absolutely. So, I always still, still no luck.
0: Especially when girls and and guys, for instance, are are looking to settle down. It's much more challenging to settle down. Granted, you have a lot more people to meet but because of that i think it makes it much more challenging to meet the right person
2: i agree i there's just so many shiny things in cities like new york and la there's you know your eyes are always going over the place which is why you should just probably be in a thruple and be in a couple you know (laughs) more than one person
1: all right i'm gonna make before we do the spot which we gotta do i'm gonna make a controversial statement and then we can discuss it after the spot okay I think that when, and I do believe this, I think that when a woman cheats, it is more forgivable than when a man cheats. Wow. Oh, what? that's a nice little tease. I
0: disagree, and we'll get to the reason why after we talk about Audible. Audible. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've talked about Audible before. They, they've they been a sponsor of the podcast for a while now. Basically, that time of year when everyone is thinking about thoughtful gifts, and Audible is that perfect gift because not only will they have endless options for downloadable books, but that means you can also skip out on all of the Black Friday crowds Audible allows you to skip that line. You can choose three titles every month, one audiobook, and two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Uh, You can listen on any device. You can listen anytime, anywhere, at home, at the gym, on your commute, or just on the go. It's definitely one good way to kind of kill two birds with one stone. You're sitting in the car on the 405 for an hour. Listen to Audible. Uh, You'll enjoy easy audiobook exchanges, rollover credits, audiobook library you can keep forever, even if you cancel, which is just unheard of. I heard a fact that actually you retain more from listening to a book rather than reading it. There you go. There you go. There's an, a, an extra little plug for Audible. But right now, for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just six ninety five per month. That's more than half of the regular price. Give yourself the gift of listening. And while you're at it, think about giving the gift of Audible to someone on your list. For more, go to audible.com slash Dean Dating or text Dean Dating to 500-500. That's D-E-A-N-D-A-T-I-N-G to 500 You guys don't want to miss out on this limited time offer. I'll tell you again, it's three months of Audible for just six ninety five. Go to audible.com slash Dean Dating or text Dean Dating to 500-500.
5: And here's the book you want to get. David Spade's book. Mm. A oh, Polaroid guy in a Snapchat world. It's like mm. totally about dating. He is so funny. It's mm-hmm. only on Audible. Everybody should get it, especially if you have to go on a Thanksgiving road trip.
0: Does he narrate it?
5: Yes, and it's ah. I, I and I think I'll have to ask him, but I think he kind of went off the cuff too, so like he knew what he was gonna It's only on Audible. Mm. So it's like he knew what he was gonna tell the stories, but then he would like just roll with it mm. because it's all audio it's only on audible he's hysterical like everybody will like it what there a you great go.
0: title audible.com a- slash dean dating or text dean dating to 500 500 check out david spade's book a polaroid guy living in an instagram world snapchat
1: snapchat world. snapchat an instagram snapchat world. girl living in a lonely world yeah, a snap face world a <laughs> the we midnight go. train going anywhere okay so let me give you my feelings on this and then you can give your counterpoint I think that it's more forgivable when women cheat than when men cheat, and here's why. Because they cheat for different reasons. Men cheat because of a physical urge, a physical attractiveness. Uh, men see something and they just decide, I, I'm going to act on the, this where the part of the relationship is the agreement that I'm not going to act on these feelings. So they see someone and they act on those feelings and they destroy the whole idea of the relationship. Now, when women cheat... I do believe it is because they are not getting what they need from their partner. Mm. So I think there's a lot more blame to be placed on the guy Mm. in the relationship when the woman cheats because if he was doing everything he needs to do for her, and I'm not saying in the bedroom. I'm saying in (laughs) life, all around, around the clock.
0: So it's always the guy's fault, is what you're saying. If the guy cheats, it's it's the guy's fault. If the girl cheats, it's the guy's fault.
2: I know. It does sound like such a cop-out. To be like, oh, I cheated, but it was his
0: fault. He just doesn't do it for yeah, me I mean, because I, of the reasons why. Fuck, I got to be honest. I hate this.
4: I, I <laughs> hate right, this. Go
5: I also know plenty of women that just find their person. I would actually annoying. that's not
0: a reason to cheat uh, to your point so a man cheats because of physical urges right a woman would cheat because of an emotional Emotional needs that are being filled I actually
2: agree with you but I don't agree with the fact that it makes it any better
0: okay no I
2: I agree that with your assessment that maybe women cheat more often because of those reasons rather than guys just doing it instinctually having said that it still for me doesn't make it okay
1: I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying I'm saying like if my wife cheated on me, I would know that I have failed her in some way, and we need to work on that. Okay, it would and not you're saying if you over ch- and if you cheated on your wife, it, was it would because be over you just have an inherent
0: need to f- experience a new physical body. Whatever
1: reason I chose, the relationship would end at that point. So what if a guy was in a
2: relationship with a girl? Maybe the intimacy was slacking in that department for a little while. So he was out one night and saw a girl and instinctually was like, I need that does it and then he goes back Purely to the girl physical. pure physical and he's like i did this but it's it's you know you're you're not fulfilling my needs in that department is that somehow on the girl now cuz if you it's conversely say that with the guy with like the girl being like, you're not giving me the the romance or the, you know, well, the needs in, in that I... in both
1: situations, they should be communicating with the other person if they're I not agree. getting what they need, physically or emotionally.
2: I agree. That's I why I, I, I agree with the idea that girls cheat more often, probably because of the emotional side of it. Having said that, I just don't agree that like it's
0: eat more easy to forgive. Cheating emotionally is much worse, in my opinion, than cheating physically. And well, I'm, define that. I think if a guy... Granted, neither of them are good, but if a guy is dating someone... Goes out, has a one-night stand, comes back, communicates that clearly to the, his girlfriend or whatever. That's not as bad as if a guy and a girl are dating and a girl then emotionally latches onto someone else while she has a boyfriend and continues to pursue a relationship emotionally with someone else. That's worse in my opinion because then you're investing time, you're investing feelings, you're investing emotions, whatever it is. So, you would rather have somebody just cheat the one night physical part of it rather than like have a
2: two month long emotional connection with somebody and being like, I'm really second guessing my relationship now? A thousand percent,
1: yes. Okay. I got to hear Vanessa's feelings on this.
3: Yeah. I'm like, there's so much cheating talk. I'm just going to sit here and like observe what you guys are, are saying. I don't. Okay. I understand what everyone is saying. I agree that. Uh, if a woman is cheating, it's because there's something in the relationship that um, is not being met to her needs. At that point, I think they, they, she should communicate what her needs are. I don't think anyone should ever go to um, latching on to someone else, either physically or emotionally, to find those needs. But I agree with what is saying. I would much rather be cheated on physically because that's like a one-night thing. There's no like emotions attached to it oh, than if my boyfriend was emotionally invested in another girl.
2: I don't know, because then I, I couldn't get the picture, like, if, I, if a girl cheated on me, I don't know if I'd get over the image of her physically being with somebody. That would be very difficult for me. Like, anytime I'm even next to her, being like, somebody else was just... Yeah,
3: but if you had to choose, if you had to choose, you'd rather her have an emotional connection. Because women, like, when we like, we like people hard. So you'd rather her have someone that she cares for deeply. As opposed to someone that's
2: just
4: like, I just needed to bang
2: someone tonight. And it yeah. Man, it's a tough question, but I might actually prefer the emotional one for the simple fact that, like, if they really? go out and cheat and actually have sex with somebody else, I think the relationship's over at that point anyway.
1: That's another male-female distinction there, I think. Because men are, have put sex, it's such a bigger deal to us for them to physically be with someone else.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. I think you're right. I yeah. think men put more of a premium on sex than females do. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Mm,
2: I think
0: so. Cranky Dean over there. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, some guys are just hard, hardwired to do that, you know? To just to, cheat? <laughs> what?
2: Yeah, to just hook up with
0: girls, I guess.
2: Well, I mean, as long as you're self aware about it and not in a committed relationship, then you're okay doing it. Right, I okay, guess. I
3: think, I think that men and women at a certain point need to get it out of their system.
4: I, I agree think with that. People yeah, that's who true.
3: are like, yeah, like, I I know I'm a cat. I know I could be, I know I will be a great mother, I know I'll be a great wife, but I think for the guys that I've dated, for them, it's like, oh, I'm not ready to be with someone who is a cat because I just want to go out and have fun, and, and so it hasn't worked out with people, with the people that I've dated, because they weren't ready to commit to that level.
0: You can't be a catch and if I, you're not willing to be caught, right?
3: But I am willing to be caught. No, I'm
0: saying you are. <laughs> Uh, yeah. so that was awesome.
2: I'm just speaking. I'm confused.
3: <laughs> well, uh, Vanessa, too. I
2: wanted to talk to you about something. Uh, we were talking about thruples earlier, and then I heard about something that you really enjoy called Third Love. Oh, yeah. Which made me uh, think of yeah. it. Can you tell us a little bit more about Vanessa's
0: it? Vanessa's cleavage game has been killing it
2: lately. Wow, <laughs> Dean just throwing oh, it out there. I'm just saying, I have
0: an Instagram. God. I scroll it every once in a
2: while.
3: Well, congratulations, I mean, Vanessa. Third Love is my new obsession. After using millions of real women's measurements, Third Love designs its bras with breast size and shape in mind for an impeccable fit, an incredible feel, so it actually fits my body. It's so It was so easy for me to find my bra. All you have to do is answer a few questions in the Fit Finder quiz. Third Love offers double the number of sizes that most other brands offer from cup to a- through eight, I've only gone through uh, B. <laughs> I've never passed B, so <laughs> everyone knows my breast size now. Uh, and they have a new cotton collection that is personally my favorite. That includes cotton bras and cotton underwear. They're so incredibly soft, smooth, and breathable. You'll actually want to put a bra on. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they are offering my listeners, well, our listeners, but specifically the women, fifteen percent off your first order. Go to Third Love dot com slash Vanessa now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase that's third love T-H-I-R-D L-O-V-E dot com slash Vanessa V-A-N-E-S-S-A for 15% off today.
5: And third love is super stylish that if your bra shows it's totally cute and fine. Like I like my bra Oh yeah, show. they have
3: so many styles.
5: Well, yeah. I feel
2: like a lot of girls they wear um, like uh, nothing on the side so you see like the bra strap. Mm-hmm. I feel
3: like girls. Oh, yeah. Good observation.
5: Like years ago, I that was up. not done and now it's totally fine and it's part of your outfit and I love it. Yeah, it's like a thing. Yeah. It's,
2: it's like kind of a thing. Love and love, third love love. Is
5: exactly perfect. Are you a ha- are you the half size Vanessa Are you That's the thing. Third yeah, Love has the half I'm... size which changes everything for girls.
3: Yeah. So I'm I'm basically a 34B and a half if anyone's wondering. So make sure to go to thirdlove.com/vanessa to get 15% off today.
2: Caitlin just posted a video. Oh, okay. We're talking about that now. I just wanted... So, when we were on air, and Caitlin Bristow, we were talking about her breakup with Sean earlier, how sad it is. She posted an Instagram story with her punching a punchy bag to whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. What
0: doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Makes you stronger. I think that's a song, but na, I'm na, not
2: sure na, if it was na, you na, that na. was singing it. Um. Okay. I'll I'll say it. It's.
0: Does it not well, seem like cl- it's directed towards... 100 million percent. Sean? I've thrown, thrown a lot of percents today. I mean, let's be and honest. And they've all been north of 10,000. What, so. is, what is Sean known for? His gym? <laughs> oh, well, I didn't put it together no, like that. No,
3: I wouldn't put it together like that either.
0: I think Listen. she's... It's I hard. Mean, Going through public ups, it's breakups hard, is it's hard. hard. Right, because everybody and then, assumes makes judgments. And things like this kind of allow for more support from outside people, which is great. Like... What doesn't kill you makes you stronger? Obviously, she's saying like, okay, look, I'm going to grow from this. I'm going to be stronger from it. Yep. And she's going to have people like supporting her and be like, look, girl, you got this. You're absolutely right. And that's
4: that's absolutely fine.
0: That's exactly what she needs. If that's what she needs, that's what she should be doing, you know? Totally. But it's definitely directed at the breakup. Like, I don't know if the punching the bag... Like Sean's not the punching bag. I'm not saying punching it bag. It's just interesting <laughs> that his whole thing is, you know, physical oh, well, training. Oh, just because gym. just because he's a fitness instructor means that Caitlin can't go to the gym now. No one's saying that. It's I'm like just that, saying it's very interesting that she would post a video to that. It makes me that think, song, which is obviously about the breakup. I mean, I don't think anybody's it, really second guessing that. It makes me think of uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall when Jason Segel goes to why. Oh, I can't go to Hawaii now because Sarah Marshall's heard of Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't go to the gym now because my ex-fiance owns a gym.
2: Oh, I. I <laughs> you have to understand that, like. All right, fine, I wanna talk about it more. But I just think that if you post something that's obviously uh, a day after the breakup, everybody's gonna take it as the breakup. And the more it could have been anything, could have been her driving in a car. If,
0: if after like Christine and I ended things and I went to like uh, get my teeth cleaned and I posted my teeth getting cleaned because she used to be a dental hygienist with that song over it, then maybe it'd be like a little bit telling of what doesn't care <laughs> makes me stronger. Yes. But the fact that she's at the gym doing like what you do at the gym, it just like, I think it's appropriate. Fair. You know
3: my take on it. It, it she works out i mean just yeah well, i she think didn't
2: we overanalyze everything
5: christina we put blake on the spot about this and i can't remember if we've already asked you about this did that weird you out that they like hung out or talked or whatever christina you see and blake
0: call it? uh yeah so actually i was in denver i think at the same time as them the first time they hung out and people kept coming up to me at the bars and they're like they were like dean dean christina's here i was like oh cool that's great uh, and they're like, yeah, she's with Blake. How do you feel about it? I was like, I, I don't know. I'm happy for them. And this was before we went to Vegas all together. And so I texted Blake because um, we were all in a group chat together. And I got his phone number and I texted him. I was like, hey, I've heard some rumors that you and Christina are talking, whatever it is. I just want to let you know, like, I don't want it to be weird between us. If you make her happy and she makes you happy, I'm incredibly happy for both of you. And I can't wait to meet you in Vegas. Met him in Vegas. And we like talked about it a little bit. Um, it doesn't weird me out at all. Like I, I, I've i hung out with Blake a few times now. He seems like a great guy. So it's not like it really weirds me out. But what's funny too is, um, I guess Leslie is in a new relationship as well, oh. mm-hmm. which is obviously great for her. I like that's the thing. I like I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, I w- want the worst for them. Like if Christina's happy th- with Blake, fantastic. That makes me incredibly happy. If Leslie's happy with this new guy that she's dating, incredible. That makes me just as happy as if I was able to make other of them <laughs> happy, which maybe necessarily wasn't the case. But it's like I don't know. It's it's, it's pretty funny. And especially, like, Blake Blake in response to that message that I sent him after um, the, the pre-Vegas one, he was like, thank you so much. Like, obviously, he was very grateful, because it would have been kind of weird, you know? Like, obviously, Christine and I had a past, um, but there's no bad blood there. There's no bad blood, in my opinion, between Leslie and I. I don't know. Who's, who's she dating? Leslie? Yeah. I don't know. Oh. There was, like, some article... And Somebody us.
2: posted about it on the Help I like Suck Dating Facebook group.
0: Yeah. Well, since I'm a narcissist, I have uh, Google alerts that every time my name gets mentioned in an article, I get God, an email. God. Well, of course. Oh, I need to know God. what people are saying about me. She mentioned my name in an interview. Where they interviewed her and they were like, hey, we saw you post a picture of a, a guy's legs. And she was like, yeah. And then she kind of like talked shit about me for a
5: Wait, second. You don't have an alert for your name, Vanessa, and you don't for your name, Jared? No. No. I, haven't, I
3: don't have. I don't even know how to set that up. I will I say it's- oh, I, yeah, that's I, it.
0: How do you set that I up? I
1: instituted it about a month ago. It's easy. You go on Google. Very and easy. You Google just... alerts. I have one for my last name. Uh, my <laughs> uncle Rick is a head of public works in Wausau, Wisconsin. <laughs> no. He's the only thing that's ever come up
2: are you serious uh you have one for your last Uh name you got to put wong in as well
0: that's what
5: it is will you do one for vanessa jared and dean so that when they get press we know and then we can harass them about it right here on the show perfect
3: no one cares about me anymore so there's not going to be anything about my life
0: that's probably true (laughs) oh that is not true (laughs) just kidding um anyways do we want to take an email before we wrap up or no no. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. There we go. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I really need to use the bathroom. That'll do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. We want to thank you, the listeners. We would love to thank our sponsors. Third love for uh, supporting women around the world, giving them appropriate and accurate cup sizes in bras and very comfortable and stylish ones at that. Big thank you to Ritual, uh, Women's Vitamins, as, as Vanessa multivitamins, as Vanessa pointed out earlier in the podcast. They're fantastic. Be sure to check them out, ritual.com slash Dean. Big thank you to Audible. Go to audible.com slash Dean Dating or text Dean Dating to 500-500. Be sure to check out David Spade's book on there as well. And of course, big thank you to 23andMe. Be sure to check out their podcast, Spit on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Some pretty interesting stuff, and I promise you they'll be 100% right, unlike me where I'm only 85% right. Definitely follow us on
2: Instagram at Help I Suck at Dating, and then also join the Facebook group, uh, Help I Suck at Dating Podcast Facebook group.
0: All of the above, and be sure to... Tune in Whoa. next week.
1: Vote tomorrow. Vote, vote tomorrow. Yes.
0: 100%. Vote. Everybody I'm, go on vote. I have a voting buddy. We're going to hit the polls early. Um, hopefully everyone else is
1: able to get out there too. Get out are there. You guys, are you Are you going to vote? Everyone. I already did three weeks ago by mail. Oh, oh early oh, ballot. Good job. You're yeah, so that. mature. See, I kind of,
0: <laughs> I want to go to this to the polling stations just so I can get the sticker.
1: You know, a lot of people say that, and I respect it. However, you want to do it is
0: great.
5: The sticker comes in your absentee.
0: Obviously, Dean just got a sports center update. <laughs> <laughs> the sticker comes in the absentee. Yeah, but yeah. I want to be able to put it on my chest and walk out of that polling booth and be like, look I'm what I going... just did, everyone.
5: To the, uh, what do you call it? (laughs) Congratulations to our new governor party. Oh. Because I'm ninety nine point million percent sure who our new California governor is, Mm -hmm. and I will be at the celebratory party because I know our governor. Let me know. know if you need a
0: date. You big time now. I will say this is the first time I've ever voted in my life. Wow. I'm 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 a little embarrassed to say, but I'm willing to come out right out and say it. Yeah. That's big of you, and it's good
1: that you're doing it. Yeah. Yep. For sure.
0: Change starts with us. Big election. Anyways, message. thank you for listening to this week's episode of Help by Suck at Dating. As always, Jared, Vanessa, and Dean, Mark, easton and Amy as well. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Help by Suck at Dating, where maybe we'll suck a little bit less.
1: Follow Help by Suck at Dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.